And welcome back to We're Not Made for Everyone podcast. We are here today to talk about Florida's governor executive decisions about making it sure that no one can mandate masks. He bases his stuff off a study from the Brown University. And looking at it, and we're going to discuss it with Jay. Say hey to everybody, Jay. He's back with us. Um, it's it's, it's kind of crazy how he bases off of this one study and all the other studies support wearing the mask. So, Jay, how did you feel, even because you're a person that's going to be in education, don't know how quickly it's going to happen, but you, you will be educated once again. How do you feel about that, that executive decision not to mandate masks? Well, there's a certain places that it feels like it should be required to wear a mask, whether if you go into a clinic or a hospital or a dentist, you have to wear a mask. And schools is definitely one of those places in which you have to wear a mask as well, only because it's one of those things in which it, it just has to be worn, especially when there's a bunch of older people in the building or a bunch of older people that's help running the school and they're more um, vulnerable to the disease. They need to wear a mask. And if it gets up to a point in which parents are fighting this, there's going to be a whole lot because of the fact that we haven't, there's this um, this new variant that's out there that's that's more contagious than the previous one. They actually are saying that this this strain of the the coronavirus is is just as contagious as the chickenpox. So how I feel about it, I feel like it's something that shouldn't even be proposed in the first place. It, it's almost as if this guy's doing everything he possibly can to go against whatever the medical experts are saying about this disease. I, and here's one thing, because I because when we get to, and I'm gonna read some stuff off of this stuff where he or his data that he had to make this decision for this executive order. But I'm just thinking about both of us have worked in social work. I'm still currently working in, and you working out of it. But here's one thing: in social work, there are, are stipulations and stuff that you have to do as a parent. Now, here's here's one thing I've been looking at, and I had a discussion with some other people. Then we had a discussion about how he wants to mandate it's up to the parent for the child to wear a mask or not when you are in the midst of a pandemic and you have the strain that mutated that makes it more contagious, that's more communicable, and that means it spreads easily when you say more communal. And if we had something going on in a parent did not do certain vaccines, certain things, was not making sure they kept their child as safe as possible, that child, that parent get charged with neglect. How do we overlook that when a parent is not doing what's best for their child and now you put an executive order that it's all right when that's the group? You know, the children, a 20 and under, are, are are hit the hardest. Okay, whatever happened, happened. But uh, as I say, <laughs> that we have, they have so many stipulations for parents to do things to keep children safe. But you're going, as a governor, 
who has an agenda has really forgot about keeping children safe. Tama is up to the parent. So, but the parent is an addict. Well, the parent is mentally disturbed or had mental illness and all these things. And they don't believe the mask is safe and it can prevent them from their child from getting COVID, going to the hospital, possibly losing a child. How do we make that an executive order versus say, let's do what's best for this child? How do we go to that? Man, I don't know what to say. I'm just waiting for election time to come and get so I can do my due diligence to get this guy out of office because this guy has not done anything as far as curving this thing go, curving this whole pound virus goes. He he went up against everything that, that the leading experts had to say. This guy was deliberately doing things. And just just for the sake of profit, and it's up to a point in which why are we letting everybody that that that's coming from places that was that was like the hotspot for the virus come down here for for vacation and have no protocols in place, right? Right. Yeah. There's a reason why we're the epicenter right now. That was crazy. New York was the epicenter at the beginning of the pandemic. And which I could understand New York because New York is one of those places where people come in from so many different countries and places. I can understand. That's why I understood when Miami numbers were high because that's just, just a hub for so many international travel and all that. So it makes sense, you know. But not when I look at the map and look at the numbers. Even these small little country hick counties in Florida numbers quadrupled hit records in one day so not yeah. one part of florida florida entirety is an epic center now how do you put an order out even in the order when it said wherefore that he found that it does not support and did not follow the guidelines of the cdc it said that in the order i read the executive order and i was just just blown about you put out there that you're not supporting what is the guideline for the country to go by but you're going by this university who based their information on on a New York based school keep it New York based school that's private school that's in an upper suburb area we're not talking about urban schools we're not talking about public schools or private schools Man, that's the thing. He, when it comes down to using information that the the best suits their their agenda, I, that don't surprise me that he'll do that. Of course, he's going to use a study that's extremely biased and willing to back up his views. But I would like to see in detail how exactly that the experiment was done, how the data was collected. Because I guarantee you, it wasn't done in a way that was objective. It was done in a way that was that was strictly biased and skewed. Correct. That's very correct. I can't I can't even give you any other way to say it, but that's that's really how it was done. And I would love to give you a different way, a different kind of but I can't because it is what it is. And I just trying to figure out how do we take one small piece of data and not even 
you know, really look at it compared to anything else. Because what they did was they compared to a school and they compared this to a place in New York where it's like private school. And if you ever see what these children look like, this ain't no urban school. It's not a public school. It's a private school where you can, where you basically control the environment. I don't understand how you took from one university. Because I look, you know how you look to see if any other places are saying that, but they base it off the original strand. They don't base it off anything of what the Delta or the Lambda strand is doing now. These variants that's coming out of the same thing. They're not basing on none of that. They base it on COVID-19 that, that was discovered in 2019, the latter part in Wuhan, China. That's what they're basing their, 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 their studies off of. They're not basing off anything current. So how do you put an executive order out to protect people, to give them have their freedom of choice? But you're not protecting no one. You're actually putting them in more danger. And there are groups of people out there, I believe you sometimes you see it on the news, where they're talking about the masks are not effective. Taking bins and burning masks, talking about this doesn't protect. Let us not, let us stay mask free. But then the hospital and all of that and everything, and I'm talking to um, nurses, uh, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, doctors. These people I know are like, wear your mask. I know you're vaccinated. I know this. Wear your mask. Why? Because you can get it and you can spread it. But you're not going to die from it. But the person you spread it to may not be vaccinated and they could die from it. Hmm. Once again, (laughs) once again, the experts are telling the people that don't know what the hell they're talking about what to do. And yet people are going against the experts, which makes no sense. It just makes no sense. It's like, think about it. It's like, it's like, where do people get the audacity from of saying, can you imagine if somebody is telling a, a, a nuclear physicist that radioactivity is not a real thing. Say what? I hear you. I hear what <laughs> actual responses. Like, say what? You go take information from somebody I know who's had to go educate it, takes the time to study it, takes the time to do research on this all the time, and this is their life, and you want me to say, oh, don't take their word, take my word, who well, I'm not an expert expertise in this. Who well, the only who well, the only extensiveness that the person has done when it comes to research was put Google is mask is our mask good to wear and I'm pretty sure that'll be about the same amount of grammar they put <laughs> into the Google search and click on the first link. That's as much research they have done to figure out the whole the whole issues as to why they shouldn't wear a mask. Okay, let me. I want you to read. I want this. I want you to sit me on this. I want to read this part of the executive order. And it said, Where's, where is, despite the recent CDC preventions and guidance forcing students to wear a mag, lack, lack of well grounded science 
justifications. Indeed, a Brown studies analyzed COVID-19. Remember this? I'm saying COVID-19 for schools in Florida found that no coherence with mass mandates. So it's saying it's not, not that they'd lead to a negative outcome for children not wearing masks. So the children have not been into school, per my knowledge, because by the time they came up, everything's kids were out of school. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you have a proper study about when people were vaccinated and children were allowed to be vaccinated? Children were out of school, so how do you have any any grounds, any to prove your point? This shows when you put it in here, the way they tried to word it is that they have proper research. You're only basing on one thing. And it's trying to say it's showing that it's low risk that children will will pass that on. But the original strand was not there to affect children as much as it was affecting the older Americans. This one affects younger. And how do you base something on something of that years ago or, or, or a different strands or different variants on what's currently going on now. That's like telling you it's safe to go get a house on OBT. <laughs> when we both know, maybe back in the in the 40s and 50s, it was a safe place. This is a Pine Hills, brother. Pine Hills was a <laughs> considered all Caucasian neighborhood, but that changed. Drastically. You have to you have to look at what's going on now. You can't base your studies on things of years ago. If you even like people with, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this in here with it because it's the people in Florida are doing the same thing. Global warming. Mm. Taking information from years ago and not providing current information of what's going on now and trying to tell people it's not that. It it became to a place when Rick Scott was in office, that you could not mention anything about global warming when you address something on the Senate or the House floor. You knew that? Yeah, I knew that. And it's, and it's ridiculous to think that because if we go to Miami, they the city the city constantly gets flooded because it of the really fact that the sea levels is constantly rising. I wonder why. Global warming is real. It's and real. it's not just Miami either. It's every coastal city everywhere in the world. You have certain islands through the Caribbean, through the Pacific, Indian Ocean that are really suffering because most of the islands are beginning to lose their coast. They're going to, the sea level is... Some people don't get that. We got to understand that we have to keep ourselves educated on what's going on. We have to know what's going on currently because you got you got a child that lives in the house with you. Don't know they're vaccinated. We never talked about it, not going into it on, on, on the podcast. But you have to look at a way so what's the best way to keep them protected? It's keeping them wearing a mask, going to school, when you in a building that's confined, that they have not stepped up the uh, filtration system on the air conditions, 
he needs to wear a mask. Because I, I doubt they went in there and put the UV uh, rays to every filter accessor where it flows and it goes through the UV ray with a HIPAA filter. I doubt if the school system invested that much. Man, absolutely not. <laughs> what When you think about it, what place actually is going to invest that much? When we be, if we're being honest. Some private places did. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure schools and... No, not federally funded. Remember, I said private-owned businesses. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> federal and all of that. On this thing about the mandate, I got another question for you. What's up? So they have put in most federal and a lot of state governmental jobs requiring them to be fully vaccinated or be able to submit that documentation on why you can't get vaccinated by September 30th. Oh, actually, and if I'm not mistaken, one of the things was that if they don't want to get vaccinated, they have to submit weekly um, COVID exam results. Correct. Um, well, when you think about it, that's that's pretty much the best way to, to approach this in the sense of if you're against the, vac- the vaccination because you feel like it's unsafe or you argue that none of them are FDA approved, okay. You can still, you, it's your right to deny it. However, with every choice you make, there are this, there are consequences to it. And the consequences is, if you don't want to get vaccinated, you could do weekly COVID tests, which I think is more than enough, more than reasonable. If you feel that strongly against the vaccine, submit weekly exams. I think can I think that's a fair compromise. Can I ask you personally, do you want to have weekly exams and my stick and stunned up your nose every week. Do you want that? I mean, not really. Okay. I, I, and I'm I not mean, against the vaccine. I'm, I'm, I, got, oh, I get what you're saying. Um, just, I'm no, not against the vaccine, that. but sorry, sorry. I would just ask that part because whether you choose to do the vaccine or not, it's going to be your own choice, Jay. I'm not here to pressure you or nothing like that. You know, I was just asking about that because after, I think between the job that I have now, and you have had. After the ninth test, I'm I was so done with getting some. I, I threw away cotton uh, Q-tips in my house that I didn't want to see no more because that reminded <laughs> me of that freaking test. And and, and that's I think that's the intentions behind it. Yeah, they're using the excuse. Yeah, you know. As, as far as to make sure that you're okay and we're okay, so like that we can know that you're not positive. And it's also another way of uh, it's also another way of saying, oh, you don't want to get the vaccine. We're gonna we, you're gonna do this every week until you decide to cave in. Because I'm pretty I'm pretty sure of this after the second week, you're gonna be like, oh no, nah, just just pluck me up with the needle. For real. Personally, I've been vaccinated since the first part of March. I did that for a personal choice for me. I have older parents, and I just didn't want to risk something happening to them. 
So I did it for that reason. And and then, you know, you work in the public. That's another reason. And when if you have ever had it, I didn't have a severe case, but I meant I did have it. I wouldn't wish nothing of that on nobody. My biggest thing was fatigue. You know, I'm usually energetic, going out, work out, all this stuff. I could walk from the bedroom to the bathroom and feel exhausted. Like I've just run five miles. I don't wish that on nobody. I'll go ahead and get this vaccine. If necessary, if I need to get the booster, I will get the booster because here's the thing is, I don't want to live through that and I don't want to put the risk of my, my parents may have to live through that. Because... Mm. And the thing is, is like, I haven't got because I haven't gotten it because I haven't gotten around to it. If I'm being honest, it's it's not like I'm, you know, skeptical about it or or against it in any way, shape, or form. I just haven't really gotten around to it. That's that's really my reason behind as to why I'm not vaccinated. But um, I eventually will, I'm gonna get it eventually or rather, sooner rather than later. But need Johnson and Johnson, Jay, because if you if you're having the like the work conflict things and trying to get stuff done and you know you got family stuff you still take care of, maybe Johnson Johnson would be your best bet one time and done. But is that one is still being offered because the one I see being offered um more like the one I see that's always being offered is always the is Pfizer. Like Walgreens, CBS. But that's that's who those two companies are um, partnered with. Walgreens, CVS, they partner with the um, Pfizer or Moderna. So that's what you have. Other places that that when they get the Johnson and Johnson, they offer it. But it's not as they're not having the highest demand for the Johnson Johnson since one well zero the blood clotting situation four fourths out you know less than a percent was affected by that in a certain age group, so they've been kind of scared of that. Mm. And I said, when y'all have the numbers that are not even a percent, and y'all put that level of fear into people, that concerns me. Because so, a lot of people are already skeptical about it, and the last thing they want to hear is a side effect. Everything you do that does your body does not naturally produce it naturally happens. It's, a it's going to be a side effect. <laughs> I mean, it's, to me, it's basic one-on-one uh, -on -one medications or any kind of medicine. It's going to be a side effect. Just like you can have something that help you with your sinuses or allergies, but a side effect, it, it can give you diarrhea. You got your choice today. You have to <laughs> what are you, what are you, it's up to you. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's real, real deal. <laughs> real deal. <sighs> yeah. You ain't lying about that, man. But I don't know what to say, man. It's There's a reason why the whole nation look at Florida like it's the butt of every joke. It's because we get the people who's in charge and they just... They just being blinded by the lobbyists that their policies and approach on things just make them look so stupid. Rick Scott, 
Ray Scott, I'm pretty sure DeSantis too. They do not global warming. Why? Because they already know Marco, that the main backers. Let's hmm? put that there too. Marco Rubio denies the science of global warming. And if, if, if Val Demings, who's running for the Senate, would use that part of her platform and really pull out the data that is readily available, get him out of there. Get, get the governor out. Get Rick Scott out of the city. Get Mark Garubio out. Because they're only appealing to who is paying them. They're not about the people. I wouldn't care if a Republican or Democrat. I'm talking about their, their point of view on what are they doing for the people is the reason I say they need to be out. We didn't have both parties. We didn't have both people who be corrupt in both ends. But when you get the people in there that are going to do something for the people, and that's what I'm all about. Mm. Ain't about a party line as much. But when you show me that you would do something to follow behind some Pied Piper dream, because right now, to me, Donald Trump is the Pied Piper, and they follow behind him, and they're gonna follow him anywhere they want to go. And he's gonna he can leave him down to a hole. And this man is still in the process; they pulling stuff on him. And I'm just waiting for the day when they hit him, and he he can't even get back up from the level of hit they have because they're they're not gonna come when they come after Trump. They're not gonna come with no little half stepping. They're gonna have so much evidence. And it'll have so much stuff that that leaves you no room to say, oh, maybe he did. No, it's gonna be like, yeah, he did it. There were no beyond a reasonable doubt. <laughs> so. Yeah, but and I don't know, man. It's like, don't get me wrong, it's impossible to be 100, 100% behind any party because it's unrealistic. Right. I'm being 100% is unrealistic because if it was to be 100% red, we would there'll be no social welfare programs. There'll be no type of program set in place to help out disenfranchised or people who's at a disadvantage. If it was up to the red, if it was up to the blue, if it was up to the blue, taxes will go up through the roof. There, there will be There'll be um way taxes will go up. Um, there'll be no guns available, and it'll be up to a point in which anybody who is wealthy or anybody who's into entrepreneurship, they will they will pretty much take their money or ideas and go elsewhere. If it was a hundred percent blue, Correct. if I'm being because it's that's how it will be. Even though I lean more towards the blue left side, um, I still understand the importance of having Republicans there. They do serve their purpose. But when it comes down to the things that have to do with society, the things that have to do with environment, they should not be the ones to advocate or speak on that subject. I would like to hear them talk whenever we talk in business. But beyond that, I really don't want to hear nothing they have to say. Yeah, because, because 
because I, from my experience, guys, with this this extra years over to you, I experienced. I experienced some things from Republicans who were looking to do the best for the country in 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 you know in a whole, and then I come across some who who would would suck the country dry and let the rich get richer. So I've seen what both parts of the Republican Party can do, and I also seen what both parts of the Democrat can do because I know what the Democrats did to a lot of black people with these mandated rules, the three strikes, the all this stuff. So I, you know, what I'm saying I've seen both parts, and I know if you can find the middle ground between both, that's why I think it should be a a, a, a balance of both of them in there to keep things balanced. Just like, you know, with the um, Asian bases, um, the yin and the yang. Yes. So but, I do agree with that. No, nah, with the whole, uh, with the whole um, democratic tough on crime stuff, man, that was just, talk about being peer pressured. That was what that was. Because Clay was trying to win it. He thought the yeah. only way for him to win is for him to look look and act harder than the Republicans. Well, and Obama, that was what people, sorry? Obama did the same thing. Yeah, but people were still against him. Even though even though under his presidency, that was the highest amount of drum strikes this country has ever issued. Like it, it, it was it was crazy the amount of drone strikes he was doing out there, but they 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 still thought he wasn't doing enough. The amount, the 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 fact that he didn't even close Guantanamo Bay, and you know it was it, people people were being, I guess, enhanced interrogated <laughs> or tortured in this case. It was pretty high in his first in his first term in office, but they say he saw he's being soft on the terrorists. He was doing a, he was doing some he did some things, mm-hmm. and yet they still thought he wasn't doing enough. But that was because Fox News they needed to get people glued to their their screens and their channel, and continue generating enough views for for advertisement. You know the business. But here's my here's the crazy thing for me about Fox News. I don't trust that crap for nothing. Cause they'll say something, I can go right to Google as they say something, and you can see it's not factual. They have no facts on it. It's just opinion. Yes, and that's why they get away with. The thing is, is this: they do provide news in Fox News, but it's only during an hour segment. The rest is is an opinion show disguised as a news show, which they have correspondence and everything else. There, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, the Daily Show, whichever know, is more factual <laughs> than Fox I, News. I, I I have to agree with you because I can check <laughs> his stuff and it go back back. That's the crazy thing. And his thing is not a point of being so much of news. 
is is informational, but it's also common. And, yes. And and I'm looking like, but you got more facts than Fox News ever put out. Oh, even John Oliver has more news, more factual. He, even even John Oliver, uh, a British comedian, he has a show on HBO. He's a more investigative journal journalist or an investigative um, reporter than anybody in, in in Fox News. And he and he reviews and he does his homework on it, reports it while joking, and actually, I I don't even know, pretty much as being a hundred percent satire at the same time. Like if you ever get a chance to watch his shows on YouTube or his clips on YouTube, he does he he, he pretty much did uh, episodes on various subjects, um, things from infrastructure from Trump to um, policing in the United States. Um, he he tackles he, ta- he tackles mainly societal issues and social issues, but even his shows, even though he's strictly comedy, he does a better job of reporting the facts and providing actual statistics. We're showing the sources behind the statistics on the bottom on the bottom corner, mm. and it's it's crazy to me how a satire comedy shows are reporting the news better than 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 these opinion shows. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, being real, that's crazy. How, it's so real. How do you expect? the country to progress forward and have them continue to grow and move but you don't properly give them the information to make right choices. Like when you have a uh, candidate for going for a specific office, local, state, or federal, but th- when you got people who don't give the proper information and then the person gets in office and then they feel like they've been, the, the okie doke been pulled on them. You have to go back to the sources of what, where you got your information from. And I think misinformation is the biggest conspiracy theory out there right now. Because if I can get them to get the wrong information all the time, they'll never know how to make a right decision. And and the thing about it, man, misinformation is he actually, John Oliver actually did make an episode about misinformation, but he talked about misinformation regarding to COVID-19, but he did talk about how 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 easily and widespread misinformation is that it's hard to decipher the difference between actual facts well, we, and scientific. Yeah. He's fallen into that. Because our co-worker, and I tell you off the air who the co-worker is, they believe that the vaccine was injecting people with the uh, with the virus. I mean, typically, a lot of times vaccines are kind of based that way, but because they did not have that and have enough enough time based on it, had to base it on the vaccine was to boost your immune system for the type of virus that was probably going to attack you. So that's what it really did. It uh, it boosted your immune system. So when that type of virus came to attack your body, it did not put you in the hospital. It did not take you out. 
you may felt a little weak or had a little mild symptoms of like a cold for a couple of days, and that's it. But, but that's how is injecting you with the virus without checking and getting the information is really messing people up. But my thing is this: that's that's how vaccines are supposed to work. It's supposed to build up your immune system to the actual virus. They give it to you in a small, small, small dosage, so your body could build up the that's immune system to, hand, to handle it. But that's I'm not the, mistaken. That's how it's typically done. But they, they didn't actually have enough of the virus to run it that way. So they have enough of what, what the virus can do and how your body responds and how it attacks. So they basically putting the uh, vaccine in that way so you would build up. Because they know the areas of attack. They knew how the virus would work. So you can base a, a vaccine on that. And but, I think they also I think they also relied on um people who had COVID to donate their blood so they could take the antibodies mm -hmm. from it, from the blood samples and and pretty much use that as a way to build up your immune, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. No, correct. I read I read stuff. I before I had it to get the the, the vaccine, I read up on it, I researched it. I didn't take what people were saying on the news. I went and found because a lot of the stuff was available on WebMD and on the CDC website. So it takes the time for you to go read and research to educate yourself on it to know what's going on. And when you do that, you can say, yeah, I could take it because I read on it. When people just take what some things are being said and don't educate themselves, it, does, it defeats the whole thing. And that's how I begin some of these people who said they didn't believe they need the vaccine. But now look at it now. The people who are being affected the most are not vaccinated. Vaccinated people are not in the hospital. They may have gotten it and had felt like three or four days, not their best, and then start recovering. Versus ventilators. Versus uh, coma versus all this stuff. Right now, we have a person I know that's in my group, you know, the Christian community. A pastor mm -hmm. right now had to induce a coma for her, medically induce a coma because COVID was affecting her that much. Jesus. She was talking, she was talking about, we don't, she said she believed in Jesus, but I said, but Jesus gave us wisdom too. Mm. He equips us how to fight in our daily battles so if part of fighting your daily battles is to get vaccinated so you can still do what he, he assigned you, why aren't you doing that? Mm. That's a good question. I mean, that's why I can come from different points of view on this because I'm not about saying I'm here to push the vaccine. I'm here for you to educate yourself and then you make a decision. That's why I stand. Educate yourself first. Read the information. See what it's about. See how it's developed. See what they did. Because all that, all that is out there. That's public knowledge. Then make your decision. Just knowing you make your decision not to do it, depending on what type of job you have, you're going to be, be getting tested about every week or every other day or something like that to see where you're at. Just know there, there's... It's a consequence whether for everything you do, whether it's a negative or positive, it's gonna be a consequence. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I just feel like I just feel like people just 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 randomly, not even randomly. They just they just don't know how to properly educate themselves or properly research things, and they just passively take the next person's information, and be like, "Yo, they right," rather than taking the time to analyze it and think critically. All I, all I do is wish that people, when they make decisions on stuff, research it. And, and five listeners out there, if you don't want to get vaccinated, if you want to say you're doing it for religious purposes, you must submit and have proof of your church bylaws on about vaccinations. Just going to put it out there. Because if you don't bring the information, you don't supply it with everything, they're going to think you're trying to get over so your best bet is if you're going to say it for medical for religious points of view make sure you have the documentation because if you don't you're going to get questioned and you will feel like you're being interrogated for a different way so just if it's your religious beliefs and everything y'all don't do it just supply the information they won't say nothing they once you supply that information and that should be they can't say nothing but even if you supplied information about the church, no, even if you used to provide information about the church, that still doesn't mean you're not going to be subject to weekly examination. Oh, no, no, no. That didn't excuse you not from a weekly answer. <laughs> that excuses from you having to be pretty much, quote unquote, as they say, mandated to do it. But all the other stuff, you're behind mandated. To me, once you understand that you your nose gonna be good and wrong, after <laughs> you know to say, never mind, I'm good. I don't have to. I don't want to take that every week or almost every three to four days, depending on what type of job you got. Because you got a job, you're like two days on, two days off. You know, when you go off, you before you come back in, you might take that test. Mm-hmm. You ain't lying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's 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 understand the choice you make and what comes along with your choices. Because everybody does have a choice to do it, and that's all I'm saying. Just 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 weigh your options with your choice. That's it. And it's yeah. That's that's all you can do. And I just feel like people just just. Just thinking the worst, like they thinking the worst because they like this. They never because they always use the excuse. They never, they never made a medicine or a vaccine that fast ever. But people fail to realize we're not. Um, we have never been in a situation like this. But we're not back in that time period where you didn't have the the ability to move fast. Times have. Changed. I may not agree with some of the methods they use, but it is what it is. Seriously. Seriously. It is what it is. Right now we're in a global crisis and all the the leading scientists from their respective nation pretty much got it cracking. (laughs) Pretty much. I just, I just think 
Fauci saying and what he said when he said he said if you look at viruses and everything that you understand things change it could change in 72 hours uh, are you old enough to remember the movie Outbreak Outbreak no yeah Dustin Hoffman Morgan Freeman, a couple other people. So the basis of the movie reminds me of like some of the situations. They're having an outbreak of a virus. And the original strain of the virus can be treated some way. The government knew about the virus, which is why people saw it. The government put it out there. The government knew about it and they had created basically a treatment or antibodies or vaccine, like a vaccine for it. So they could treat it if somebody got it. But they try to keep things under, you know, pretty much hush-hush. So what they did in the movie was when they started exchanging after like the third or fourth person, the virus mutated and went from direct contact to airborne. So when they found out about the original one, they tried to treat, and they treated one of the original people, and they were recovering. So they had to look at what changed, and when they started discovering what changed, they had to change the way they treated it, and they had to develop something in like a matter of 72 hours to be able to treat people. And this movie was from the 90s. Yeah, I figured it was in, um, either late 80s or 90s because of the lineup. Yeah, because I was young when it came back. You were said Dustin Hoffman. I'm like, Jesus. And like I said, you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> I got you by some years. They <laughs> <laughs> were showing back in the 90s how they could adjust and follow through and take stuff and develop these antibodies, develop these vaccines like that for emergency purposes. So they'll give you a glimpse of if sun really went down, they would know how to go about treatment. They wouldn't be taking the two and three years to development. They would have to move then because when with something at the level of it's an epidemic moving to the level of pandemic, you have to respond quickly. And that was a problem with this whole Let's, let's keep it 100. That's the whole problem with COVID-19. COVID-19 could have just been an epidemic located, isolated to one area. Misinformation and not taking it serious, not following through, let this go from an epidemic to a pandemic. It's, it's pretty much because trying to try, try to keep it under the ropes. The, the, the leading science, one of the scientists who, who whistleblowed it miraculously ended up dead. Not surprised because China don't want to be held accountable for certain things. Not surprised. I mean, you, you you preach to the choir on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's and it's China once again. But once 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 they saw that everybody else was getting it, they took matters. Well, they handled it the way they always handled it, and pretty much forced everybody inside for X amount of time until until the numbers went down or it blew over. And then but right back up, right back up. Yeah, because P 
people were was refusing vaccine was refusing the thing and the science that would help get herd immunity. And and here's the thing is they were pushing herd immunity by saying you need so much of the percentage of the, the nation vaccinated. And people fought against the vaccination. And now you then get to a place of herd immu- immunity and now look at now. We have the epicenters, epicenters all through Florida is an epicenter. The South is an epicenter, basically because people didn't understand what was the requirements and what the science are proving. And I'm going to talk to some church people out there, the people in the Christian you know, uh, world. If God created doctors, we need to listen to them and use wisdom. I'm going to just say it like that, because how do you think you want to see other people, as they say, have the kingdom of God grow here on earth, but they don't use the wisdom and understand that God creates these people in these positions? You know, we can't get to a place of continuing to live and live a prosperous life. This being, mm. and that's your aspect of you on life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. But, but it it makes sense what you're saying, and it goes back to what I'm saying to just listen to the people who dedicate their lives to it. But yes, another, <laughs> it just blows my mind on the fact that this whole thing be, became a a polarizing issue in its own. And I wonder, if this was ten years ago, fifteen years ago, would this even be an issue? Honestly, I think no. I'm gonna say it wouldn't be. Why? Because you had, you have had Democrat and Republican presidents that listened to the science, that took action, did what they needed to do, and followed the people. And then when they followed the plan, it only got to a place of an epidemic than a pandemic. I I can believe that because this really wasn't about party lines. This is about, you know the health of a nation and let's take care of this. I think it was, I think we had the wrong what we had we had Trump in office and Trump he he deliberately chose to polarize everything. Yeah. And every issue every issue became a divisive polarized issue. Um Trump police shooting to to the voting suppression, to to even him, even to even him, even um um um, not condoning white supremacists. Everything with him has been a polarized issue. Everything. There's not one thing that I felt like. As a matter of fact, hold on, let me think. I think he did mention something about about the shooting. And he, and he actually did not condone the actions of a shooting. I think that was the one thing in which he said that everybody agreed with. Okay, that was on the debates. That was on the debates? I think that had to be through one of the debates because that's one of the questions that was asked. And that's how he did it. But they continued to talk about it in mainstream media about he was saying it. But here's... here's, here's I'm, I, Trump only appealed to 
who he knew who could back him. People liked him because he quote unquote spoke his mind and then talked in the term of a politician. But you speaking your mind and doing all this did not help the economy. Let's be real. All of the work that was done before he got an office was still in a, in a moving forward action. That's what you got to see. Anybody who understands anything about, you know, politics and, and, and numbers being changed and, and policies being fulfilled and stuff being done, it takes years for it to happen. And the person that's in office sometimes reaps the benefits or catch the headache. What somebody else did, and 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 some people actually were were saying, yeah, he did he did his things by bringing in jobs back into this country, and I'm like, okay, but he might have done that for a bit. What was that? When you say that, when people say that, I said, so what? What? What executive orders or what things did he do? To put in from Congress air into into action, so that we will see the job numbers go up and go down. What did he do? And if they can't explain what he did, that means he didn't do anything. He just reaped the benefit of a previous administration. Man, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't see. I, I I don't see a person like him doing that because he's a businessman. If I could pay somebody, uh, if I could pay somebody a dollar a day to do this manufacturing, why would I pay somebody here twenty dollars an hour to manufacture? Yeah, it'll, it'll be cheaper if I just if I just give the job to somebody in Mexico or 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 somewhere else in Asia. Pay for the tariffs. China. Let's be real. All his shirts, his ties, and all that stuff, the name brands that he had was made in China. All right. China. Let's just say China. It could be anywhere in Asia, but let's just go with China. I easily will pay those tariffs because those tariffs, along with the cheap labor, it will definitely be a lot cheaper than paying somebody $20 an hour, $18 an hour, a benefits package, sick days, vacation time. Who wants to pay all of that? If, if I'm a true capitalist, I'm going to exploit labor. Pretty much. So with that being said, I don't know what he was talking about. Because everybody, and even then, and even then, if if, if, if these guys over here talking about making these guys pay their, their fair shares of taxes... All right, I got a problem for that. Move all my money to the Cayman Islands, to Panama, um, to whatever offshore tax haven there is under someone else's name, and I'm fine. Because in the end of the day, who's going to tell another sovereign nation what to do with other people's money? They're not. They can't. <laughs> They can't. Even with the Panama Papers that, that was released, what, like five years ago, six years ago? Mm-hmm. Offshore banking is the... What that did was let the poor people that didn't know about it know that this is how you hide money. 
So even if he wants to raise the taxes or any politician talking about raising taxes, okay, that is perfectly fine. Do so. But you're going to be under the mercy of the people who actually wants to pay. Even if you used to decrease the taxes, they're still going to stash their money elsewhere. So with that being said, what are we to do with that? What politician got a solution to that? The truth is none. Because, Charles, you and I both know that if you want to do what you want to do, and if you're rich enough to make it happen, it's going to happen one way or another, regardless of the fact that if it's ethical or not ethical or legal or illegal. It's going to get done. True. But, hold on, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, Trump. But yeah, so he was boasting off all these things on what he's going to do to make this country better. But in reality, he is part of the same people that, that that's 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 exploiting the laws because of their wealth. It's essentially it's essentially a rich man talking about what he could do for the everyday man, which he did try to disguise himself that way. And the poor people is actually looking at him for the solution. It's like he don't give a damn about you guys. From, from Ohio or Michigan or any of these places that America's forgotten about? He don't. If he had them people out there in negative degree temperature waiting for him in a rally for hours and then well, one or two times he didn't show up, does that, that lets you know what he think about you. And I feel like a lot of these issues it's, it's yeah, it could be easily seen or overseen as an issue of race, but it really comes down to an issue of class, man. It That's what it is. Somebody it's an issue of class, it. man. Because <laughs> if you're being real here, if you really hear the main issues that these white supremacists have, yeah. they're anti-immigrant. Why are they anti-immigrant? They're going to say because they're corrupting our culture, they're corrupting our way of life. And then they will always say, because they're taking our jobs. They poe. Mm. Poe. Mm. So, so they could use all these other excuses, but it comes down to economics. So you look at another person for a scapegoat. So, and you never really see, I mean, it could happen. I'm not saying it's not. But if you look at the people that mainly come from these white supremacist groups, uh, 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 the average demographic of those guys are people from lower income, lower economic social class, from a lower economic social class. I'm not going to say that 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 rich, that the ones that are better off, are not part of it. But you could just tell. You could, you could, you could. A lot of them come from lower, from 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 a poor background. Working class backgrounds. So, and, hold sorry? On. Hold hold the pin right there. Don't lose that. Hold the pin. I just want to ask this. So from Mark Arubio, Ron DeSanto DeSantis, and a couple other ones did not come from wealth. But they cater to the wealth. 
they cater to. Sorry, oh, no, my bad. My thought I'm sorry. Think about that. I'm just saying, just think about that. They cater to them because everything they push and everything that they do out there and they work on, they push through through legislation, is for wealthy. Well, if you want my aunt, if you want my honest answer on that one, it's because they are their niggas. Mm. Mm. They are dead niggas. They put money in their pocket and they're gonna do whatever the people who's financially backing them says. They're gonna do whatever they say. So they the house nigga that gonna snitch and do whatever the master say do. Basically. Yeah. Wow. Or or they can even be they can even be the drivers, which is which is the lead slave telling the other slaves what to do. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either or, because in the end of the day, they still sambos. True that. <laughs> True that. They just they just wearing a different skin color. Well, everybody comes from brown people, but we won't discuss that a whole nother day because we. This thing giving me a uh, two minute warning, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's 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 really what I wanted to say about that. Um, the lobbyists know who to who to cater, who to groom. They groom the right person. They back them up, and then it gets up to a point in which they are their puppets. Not to say that it don't happen on the blue side, the left side, yeah. but in our state, in our we can only speak on what we see from our state. Yeah, but our state is it's more Republican than anybody for our state. I know, but somewhere else could be different. But for we only talk about what we what we know and what we can see for where we at. I can't. I, I'm not gonna. I really don't want to take time to research it till we till we hit to a level that we this show is going international. Then we'll start hitting. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't even have to go international. We can easily go to our, everybody's favorite city, Chicago. About Ooh. those matters. <laughs> Chirac is divided up in so many different places. We have to discuss that. Because I think about how the city is divided up. And we talk about it up economically as well. That it probably blows some people's minds once we start really putting out there what is what. All I'm gonna say is two things to summarize the whole thing about Chicago: the Rainbow Coalition mm-hmm. that took place in the '60s. It wasn't just the Black Panthers; it was the Black, it was the Black Panthers, the Young Lords who were Puerto Ricans, and um, what was the name? What was the name of the uh, of the of the white people from a lower, from a working class background? I forgot their names. I think it was called the Patriots or the Providence or something like that. Mm-hmm. I forgot. But they all work together. So that's one thing about Chicago, the Rainbow Coalition. And the second one is, and the second thing is this. It's called the Windy City because the way the, poli- the, the way politics work over there, it could go on either side. And it's, very, and it's very shaky. That's why it's called the Windy City as well. True. <sighs> yeah. But on that note... <laughs> If I said we we have to get here and really break it down one day because I think people need to know that. I and I actually do know some people from Chicago that can give some points of view from the inside out as well. Mm. 
Yeah, I had to schedule that, and I had to get them to be able to come on the show as well. But as this time is coming to an end for this episode of We're Not Made For Everyone podcast, just go check our information that we provide, that we say where stuff comes from, because we're not going to just say nothing without you able to look it up. If you want to look up stuff like for the any executive orders, just go to floridagov.net or .gov, depending on which way you're looking. And just look at the Brown, University of Brown Studies on COVID. It's out there. You can read it for yourself. And then all the other information that we said, just hit Google and just hit the topic we did, and it's going to provide information because we want to make sure you know that the information we provide, we provide factual information. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thanks to Jay for being my co-host and always there to bounce stuff off with and give a good intellectual point of view. (laughs) 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 We thank you for that. And until next time, our Florida man says he's going to join us next time. So maybe we'll get some more wrap-up of what the whole Olympics was with him as well. Yeah, I saw some stuff. I'll be have to talk about him with him hopefully in this upcoming week or so. Until next time, y'all be blessed, and we'll see y'all. We'll see y'all next.